Welcome to Gino's Comic to Comic Podcast. And here's our man, Gino. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Gino's Comic to Comic Podcast. I'm Gino. Uh, this is episode 10. Yeah, we made it to episode 10. Never thought it would happen, <laughs> yeah. but we did. And before we do anything, I want to bring in the world's greatest co-host, Bubby. What's up? What's up, Bub? And remember, yeah. everyone, everyone needs a Bubby. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to give everybody an update. Um, if you've been following the show, you know that I adopted a dog recently. And uh, how that all happened, uh, on January 25th, my dog Autumn passed away. And my son uh, lives with me. And we were both heartbroken over this dog passing away. And so my ex-wife kept telling the both of us that we needed to get another dog. And um, she talked us into uh, contacting this adopt a dog adoption place and uh, maybe looking into adopting a dog. Now, the most surprising thing about that, I know you're stunned, isn't that I um, adopted another dog. It's that I still talk to my ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, so we get along just fine. So she talked us into this. So I contact um, Lifesavers Animal Rescue and... Uh, it turns out that I grew up with the, the um, woman who runs it, uh, Cindy. She's fantastic. So she says, what are you looking for? And I said, well, I'm looking for a female. And she said, it's too bad. And I said, why? And she said, well, because I have this male. And she told me this sad story about how he was abandoned and everything. And I'm like, well, now I, I have to get him now after you told me that. She said, why don't you want a male? And I said, it's the neutering thing. Like, that goes against everything I believe in, you know, to do that. So she said, well, we do that. So that'll be done before you pick him up. I'm like, well, great. If right. you do that, then he won't be mad at me. And great. So how it's supposed to work is you're supposed to go out there, you meet the dog, and if they get along and everything, then you come back the following week, and they take care of the spay or neuter, and then you come back and pick him up. So my son and I go out to meet him, and he falls in love with us, and we fall in love with him immediately, and he did not want us to leave without him. So uh, Cindy said, well, how about this? How about... You could take them on a foster basis, and then you could take them. You drop them off to get it. We'll pay for it, but you drop them off to get them neutered and pick them up. And I'm like, oh, great. Now I have to take them to get them neutered. And he don't know you guys are the ones making me do it, so he's going to be mad at me. So <laughs> I that's what we ended up doing, though. So now now I, um, I bring him home, and he, he's really awesome. But the first day I leave him home alone... I come home, and he has taken the garbage can and knocked it over and spread the garbage all over the place. I mean, on the bed, I had to wash the sheets. I mean, all over the place. And I was, I'm not going to lie, I was pissed. And so I said something I wish I had never said, but the first words out of my mouth were, if you're going to act like this, I'll take you back to the shelter. Now, the minute I said that, I felt terrible. And I saw the look at his eye, and I go, I, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I will never do that. We'll work this out. So everything was fine. So... um I mean, I realized he was just su suffering from anxiety yeah, from being yeah. apart from us. And I understand because I suffer from the same thing every time football season ends. <laughs> so I understand. So now I take him to the neuter clinic, and we have to wait in line. Everybody drops him off first thing in the morning, and we're all standing in line with our dog because they only let one person at a time because of COVID and all yeah. that. So we're standing in line, and he's looking at me, and he's going, Man, I thought yeah. you were kidding about going back He's to the like, shelter. He's really taking me back to the shelter because it kind of looked like that. And I'm like, I swear to God, this isn't the shelter. You might rather go to the shelter than what's going to happen now. Oh, but sorry, sorry about that. I really am. So he, I drop him off. 
I come to pick him up, and he come the hot, and he's a little loopy from the drugs they gave him. And he comes out, and he's just looking at me like, you are the biggest jerk. Uh, I thought you were cool, and you did this to me. And he and I'm trying to say, it wasn't me, and he didn't want to hear it. Um, so he was mad at me for about one day until I gave him his pain med wrapped in cheese, and now we're BFFs again. <laughs> So everything's cool on the scooter front, and everything's working again oh, down there. He's fine. In fact, I came up from work yesterday, and uh, I caught him on my computer, uh, Internet dating. He was on plenty of fur <laughs> and um, yeah. trying, to, trying to hook up. And uh, I said, hey, go for it, man, whatever. So that's all cool. So if you want to adopt a dog and change a dog's life, you need to contact lifesaversanimalrescue.org. You could go on there. Uh, Todd will put the graphic up. Uh, you could get their number uh, off the website, or it'll be up on the graphic that we'll have up for you. Uh, get a hold of them and change a dog's life around. All right, yeah. so that's the scooter story. I promised I'd keep you updated, and there we go. So now, the next thing we need to do is we need to bring in our guest. Yeah. I've got a friend of mine on today. Uh, we've done a bunch of things together, and uh, he's funny as hell, and he is also, he's not just a good stand-up comedian. Um, he is also the host of a podcast here on Idiot Radio, Inquisitive Minds, and uh, yeah. with nothing further, I give you Johnny Smith. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. I appreciate it. Anytime, Johnny. So how you doing today, man? Uh, man, I'm doing great. I'm just I'm looking around the room, and it's like four versions of the same person. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying four idiots, or what are you trying to say? I'm just saying white guys without hair is a common thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> Crazy white guys without hair. <laughs> oh, look, he's, his hair is growing he's back, like, his bastard. He's like, damn it, I got some. Yeah, he's like, screw this. Todd's Show showing off his head of hair for those of you who can't see him. He yeah. hides in the corner. He doesn't want to be on camera. Yeah. Then he's showing but, us. Yeah. Oh, he's showing us that's, up. That's Ouch. I, I've gotten over the no hair thing. Yeah, me too. It doesn't And thank God women still will talk to me. I was afraid once I shaved my head that that would be it with them. No, they don't really seem to care about that. Yeah, right on. There's more important features. Yeah, like if you have a job. <laughs> you, know, you, you got a good set of teeth there, so you got some Yeah, they like teeth and a job. Those are yeah, good things. Yeah. Car's a good thing. Yeah. A lot of you'll see that if you go on a And by the way, as everybody knows, I'm a serial um, website dater. <laughs> so I am the king of internet dating, by the way. So You'll notice a lot of women will put that right in their profile, like, have to have a job, have to have a car. Like, don't – and don't tell me you live with your mom. Like, they, they put that right in there. Uh, wow. And I understand. I uh, I tried to hook up with a woman on Tinder, but she was looking for someone to spend the rest of her life eating corn on the cob together. <laughs> and you went, no. I just, show them why that's funny, Johnny. Look at Karen. Show them why. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> Jesus. If you're listening to this podcast, you need to look up. You can go to Facebook, Gino at Gino Comedy, and see the video because you need to see why that was hilarious. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't get it all on the radio. Yeah. Yes. That's funny. So I don't know uh, if you caught our last podcast. We had um, Chrissy Costa in here. And, okay, I know Chrissy. And she was fantastic. She and was. something that came up in there that I said to Todd, well, Johnny's probably talked about this on Inquisitive Minds. Yeah. And Todd said, I don't think he has. And I said, well, then I was going to ask him to ask you. And I go, oh, wait a second, I forgot. Johnny's going to be on in two weeks. So 
I told Todd that I would ask you when you're oh, here. Boy. I, I, I have. I'm not a. As you know, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. Okay. But but there's some shit that pisses me off. <laughs> um, yeah. Like the 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 only other besides the one I'm going to ask you about. The only other conspiracy thing that really upsets me is that the NFL destroying the tapes that Bill Belichick gave them <laughs> oh, filming the other team's practice. Yes. I know he cheated. You I know did. He did. Well, he did. And, and if they said, well, they destroyed the film because it didn't show anything. If it didn't show anything, you'd have showed it to everyone. Right. You destroyed yeah. it because it was, it was damning as hell. Damn and, right it was. And Vegas would have been so mad if they found out how much. He, okay, so that we don't want to talk about that. But <laughs> the one I do want to know about, and I don't know if you've thought about this, but could you help me understand when you call the cable company, and it doesn't matter which one it is, it doesn't matter if it's Comcast, right, Fios, Dish, I don't care who it is, every one of them, it's cheaper to get all three things, Mm -hmm. the TV, Internet, and phone, than to just get the TV and the Internet. I'm like, I don't even have a home phone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's cheaper if you get all I'm saying, so if I don't want a home phone, it costs more. Why do they want me to have a home phone so damn bad? You know, that's one I don't know about because I actually had a home phone number for about three years that I never even hooked up just because it was cheaper to have all I do right now. I have a home phone. I have a phone, and it is plugged in, but the ringer's off. So if you call it, I don't even know. And I'm afraid to go on to the voicemail because there's probably about 8,000 messages on there from – it's probably – I wonder if it's for the uh, telemarketer people so they can keep their numbers They probably do give out the information to telemarketing or or companies looking for information. Yeah, and then then a telemarketer can say, hey, I called 800 people, even if it went straight to – Or I'm sure they could say, uh, look – here we can't sell this personal information, but these are all the people who have Comcast phone lines. You can call them. Yeah, well, they could call me all they want. I don't even <laughs> know they're calling me. I mean, the dumbest damn thing ever. Honestly, yeah, I though, I want to ask you: Have you thought about your vehicle's uh, insurance lately? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh you're my about god! To, you're about to run out. Oh my god! The the warranty. Uh, yes, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, the, I got a call from them the other day. Every I get it once a week. I, I, at least I constantly twice. ignore them. But driving from Lyft, you always get foreign numbers from out of state. Right, foreign. Um, that's so, foreign. So I answer them. I'm getting calls for my car's warranty and all this other jazz. I just got my car. <laughs> I got my car like what two, three months ago, if that. And like they just harassment all angles. I don't even have the car that they're talking. Well, I don't. They don't even know what car I have. Like <laughs> I it's funny, if you talk to a person, if you answer and happen to get them, they go, "Hey, you're saying." I go, well, "Which what car do I have?" And they're like, uh, uh, like <laughs> "You don't even know what car I have, <laughs> right?" And the car you're talking about that the warning might have ran out of, uh, I don't have anymore. And the one I'm driving now is still under bumper to bumper, so I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. That was that's what mine was. Same thing. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, maybe. It helps uh, improve internet speeds with rural customers that have like DSL connections still. Maybe I don't know. I uh, yeah. I don't know, but I had to ask you that because that's been bugging me I for a while. I know, why I know, I know what the people want. Bigfoot. Bigfoot's <laughs> the reason why. Now that I understand. There is Bigfoot. I'm I give fine the, with that. I give the people what they want. Bigfoot controls the cable companies. So all right, that makes yeah. No, there we that go. You need to help sense. us out. That's, That's on brand. Check out Inquisitive Minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get a chance. Check out his podcast. Yeah, I I can't figure that one out. All right, so the next thing we got to do here is we have a five question segment. 
that we these are the important hard hitting questions. <laughs> this is the stuff that people care about, and I uh, warn everyone that you probably won't be able to run for president after you answer these. <laughs> I'm already disqualified. Based on, yeah, that's what everybody on here says. <laughs> yes. <so far. laughs> and I tell everybody I got disqualified when I said I like pineapple on a pizza. That that pissed off half the people to listen to this. <laughs> well, I, I, I definitely inhaled. So. Ah. Uh, we all have I, for huh? the younger listeners. As a shot at Bill Clinton, <laughs> a president maybe eighty years ago. <laughs> yeah, he said I. He said I smoked pot once. I didn't inhale, and I didn't like it. Well, Bill, that's why you didn't like it because you didn't. You know, you know who definitely did inhale? Hmm. Monica. Oh yes, uh, yes she oh, did. Yeah. Again, thirty-year-old sex joke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's history. They should know about this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so the first question we have for you is ham or bologna? I'm going to say bologna because um, I'm staunchly anti-pork. Anti-pork? Yeah. All right, tell us why you're why? anti-pork. I just hate it. I hate everything about it. Really? I don't like nothing about pork. Oh, my God. I don't you like, mean you won't eat a ham and cheese sandwich? If you throw, give me a ham and cheese sandwich, I take that as a slap in the face. It's like one of my favorite sandwiches ever. <laughs> yeah, I, imagine I don't like have. bacon. I don't like sausage. Oh. I don't like ham. None of that nonsense. Christ. You may be the strangest guy I've ever met. I'm, I'm so glad shit. I didn't know this before because I wouldn't wow. have asked him to come on. You not, how do you <laughs> not like bacon? <laughs> what the I'm hell? Just, I'm just kidding about that. Ba- so, bacon is the most overrated meat there is. It's, oh. just, it's just crispy little bullshit. Oh, my God. Darwin Horn. If you're out there watching, please don't I'll get chime in here. I didn't know. If <laughs> if sex was a meat, it would be bacon. If it's a, thank you. Hell yes. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. Oh, my I'm God. With you on this. Bacon oh, makes everything better. Jesus. I have been in a store walking by deli, and I'll see somebody ordering bologna, and I'll go, do you need another dollar to get to Virginia Bay <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the buck. Uh, I've, been, right. I've been conditioned. I've had uh Countless bologna sandwiches uh, oh. while I've been um, kidnapped against my will <laughs> is the way I'll put it. I've been a political prisoner for a long time. <laughs> well, I've had a lot of bologna, too, but I, uh, I got to say ham. Oh. Ham, when someone's ordering I ham, ham, I just look at them and think, I wish you loved yourself more. <laughs> I don't understand like, what he's eat, talking eating about Eating right ham <laughs> is like self-harm. It's, it's terrible. Oh, uh, my God. All right, so I go on a trip to Aruba with my ex-wife. We're on this trip, and we pay for this friggin' it's some kind of uh, Jeep tour that they take you all over. And so the guy that's running the thing up front, he, you know, he's Mr. I'm funny, and mm-hmm. he's explaining how he's what's going to happen. And he says, and it said on a thing when we paid for it that a, a uh, like a gourmet lunch or something like that uh, was was gourmet. A, a part of it. And so he goes. Yeah, we're going to go here, and we're going to cruise on the Jeeps, and we're going to go out here. He goes, and then we're going to stop, and we're going to all have ham and cheese for lunch. And everyone in that group went, oh. And I yell, yes! He's looking at me like I've now ruined his joke, right? I thought he was serious. And turns out. He goes, sir, I'm sorry, we're not having ham and cheese. <laughs> he lied and to you. they had this, like, prick. gourmet barbecue thing. It was, like, steak. And, I, oh, my God, uh, it was tremendous. He walks up to me while I'm standing in line at the barbecue, and he goes, I have to tell you, I've been doing this gig for 30 years. <laughs> and I always tell that joke. And you're the first person I ever had to apologize to because we weren't having ham and cheese. And I said, listen, pal, I really like ham and cheese. He goes, I got that. <laughs> 
I got that. So that's where I'm at with that. Johnny, I'll forgive you if you're wrong, but it's okay. Everybody. All right, so the second question is, what was the first vehicle you ever owned? It was a red 1992 Mercury Topaz, uh, and I had it in 2005. So it was a little outdated. Ah, that's okay. <laughs> that first one's always a little old. Absolutely. Well, the muffler was shot. The brakes were shot. Uh, the registration was gone. I didn't get insurance. <laughs> it was a bad car, but it, it was the first one. <laughs> that's right. The first one. Mine was a uh, Buick Skylark. Mm, I think it was okay. like a 1969 Buick Skylark. <laughs> and I always regret the back of it, like, kind of came to a point, and I always said after i get rid of that car i should have put that damn thing in a demolition derby because mm. you know everybody you drive backwards and you oh my god because anything i hit and i hit a bunch of stuff when i first started <laughs> driving anything i hit i left a huge hole in. so i should have damn used that in a demolition derby yeah. i don't know why i didn't my brother used to look for those yeah it would have been yep. tremendous but it was a good car and my my parents gave it to me it was like a hand-me-down one from older sister to, to my younger sister and to me so did he say 1969? 1969. I wasn't even sperm yet. Just so you no, know. and I know the 69 is your favorite number. But, <laughs> um, it's everybody's favorite number. Duh. But, <laughs> yeah, it was a 1969 Whoa. Buick Skylark. I, I bet that was a beautiful I car. It was. I mean, until I drove it for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd, just, I'd bump something and go, we're in. No. Yeah, so. All right, so our third question is and i couldn't wait to ask you this one is what is your favorite tv commercial debbie downer here going against the grain of the advertisement up at the top of the commercial i love that uh arms of an angel by sarah mclaughlin commercial with the dogs and they're all sad but she's singing through the whole commercial do you know what i'm talking about i don't about? think i've seen it oh, oh, it's, just a, exactly. it's just a bunch of sad dogs it's, and it's, cats it, yes. looking miserable and it's just all pictures of them and it's on the arms of <laughs> I love it. I love that commercial. I know a lot of people say it makes them sad and depressed. But it's a beautiful it. song. It's a great song. Yeah. It it's a, it's song. incredible it's that you song. haven't seen it. I have. Not I can't seen believe it. That. Yeah. Well, I only watch like ESPN and and so the commercials I see are all like sport yeah. stuff they put on during sports <laughs> sporting events. So my favorite commercial right now, it just passed up what was my favorite. Yep. Oh, there it is. That producer, he's all right, isn't he? Uh, I told you he's the best. Are we all going to dance now? Like We could. <laughs> all right, for those of you who are completely depressed in the eight viewers we just lost. Um, <laughs> so That's the commercial great. that I like right now is my favorite is the Geico commercial where the guy goes, Tasha. Do you know you could save 15% on your car insurance if you go to Geico.com? What are you waiting for? Rap group tag team <laughs> okay. to make your dessert for you. And then they're picking, <laughs> picking the ice cream up. <laughs> and he, goes, he goes, French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough, scoop. There it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> scoop. There it is. <laughs> okay. And, oh, my God. It is the funniest uh... thing. But before that. 
I'm not sure which person. Right before that, I told Bob there was a commercial that I just lose my mind over. If they put it on right now, I just lose my mind. And my daughter walked by, and I, I was laughing at this commercial. And she goes, you've seen that like a 100 times. And I go, I know, and every time. And it is the Domino's Pizza commercial when they're saying, hey, we at Domino's got together and tried to decide what's the best way to get with the pandemic, what's the best way to get pizza to people? And they're like, everybody says delivery, and one kid goes, Frisbee it. And they show <laughs> the car pull up, and he just steps out the door of the Domino's and whips it. And it, it, it flies like a Frisbee, and it, they have the window up. So it hits their window and just falls on the ground. And, and they're looking at him like this, and they go, May, we should just deliver it. And every time he goes, Frisbee and flings it, I just lose my mind. I've That's never seen that commercial. Oh, it sounds it's hilarious. Tremendous. Yeah, it's just I've seen tremendous. it. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. I mean, the greatest of all time is the Joe Green Pepsi commercial, but that's way back from the day. But... I'll chime in again. I got, a, I got a good one. What do you got? The Kmart commercial when they launched online uh, ordering. It was called uh, Shipped My Pants. <laughs> so everybody was like, I just shipped my pants. <laughs> and there's some old guy in the bed, and he's like, I just shipped my bed. <laughs> That's, that's probably the funniest commercial ever. Oh, oh wow. I remember I, that one. I don't, I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. that one, but that sounds hysterical. It's a shame they went out of business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With great advertising like that, I don't know why. Yeah, Walmart. Yes. Walmart beat the shit out of everybody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kmart could have tried to lower their prices and be less fucking pretentious. <laughs> if, if we're being honest, like everybody looks at Kmart now like the glory days. Fuck Kmart. <laughs> oh, I'll piss on Kmart's grave. I can't stand it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh my god. That's kind of like the old We hit two nerves. We ain't even like twenty minutes in, and we we hit the <laughs> nerve ham <laughs> and Kmart. Yeah, Johnny made some both. <laughs> The one thing he doesn't want to do is go to the Kmart snack bar and get a ham sandwich. Yeah, man. Fuck Kmart. I stand by that. And I would stand in line at Kmart to get a ham sandwich. Wasn't my favorite place, but... Um, no, it wasn't. It, wasn't it was okay. The they did have good salt pretzels, I'll give them that. But so does Target. See, uh, Hills... Hills, Hills was the best. The, the, the slushy and, yeah. and soft pretzel. Jesus. Yeah, I like Hills. That's probably out. why they're gone. I know. Every place that we like is gone. Maybe we should, yeah, maybe we should stop going to those places. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Bubby are driving them all under. Uh, maybe many, it's because we eat so much. Eat too much damn pretzels. I know I put out a few buffets in my day, like almost every one. Remember Old Country Buffet out there by oh, the Oh, that the was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Old Country Buffet was my favorite. And, uh... I always thought Golden Crow was just average, but uh, Old Country Buffet was tremendous. Fair enough. But now Golden Crows are gone, too. Are they gone? Yeah. Yeah, they're disappearing quickly. Yeah, oh, they're all sucks. gone. They're all closed. You remember oh, CeCe's Pizza? Yeah. I remember when CeCe's Pizza was a thing. I liked that yeah, one, too. Yeah, that was nice. too. Yeah, and by the way, yes, I ate pineapple pizza, <laughs> Hawaiian pizza at CeCe's, too, for those of you <laughs> bastards that still hate me for that. I'm going to stick with I'm going down with that one. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that was the first time Todd ever spoke up on yeah, this podcast. He couldn't take it when I said, I like pineapple on a pizza. like, I can't sit here anymore. <laughs> I'll say pineapple is better than pork. So, <laughs> well, See, I like ham and pineapple, so there. Fuck yeah, both of you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that's me. Our ham and pineapple is <laughs> shit. I just pissed them both off. <laughs> 
It's not unusual for me to piss off a crowd. And now, funny, that's a great segue into our next question. What was the strangest crowd you ever performed for? Um, Strangest crowd as a whole is a hard one to pin down. I've had some strange interactions. Well, we'd like to hear about those. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I was telling this pro-gay joke uh, at one hick bar. And I started out, can you believe these guys? Can you believe there are still people against gay marriage? And the whole bar was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in agreement. We're against it. I'm like, wow. Um, I don't know. There, there was a crowd uh, fairly recently that uh, I told uh, essentially to go fuck themselves. I was in uh, Brea. And um, I guess the Browns headquarters is a couple blocks away. Yes. And I, I don't know why I started talking shit for the Steelers. And uh, there was a guy in the crowd who thought he was going to pull out a sword and cut my head off. And he said, swing, we beat you guys twice this year. And I took out a bigger sword and said, how many fucking championships do you have? And I've never heard 90 people go dead silent. <laughs> that, was, uh, that, was a t- that was a mistake. Yeah. Like, you know, you get weird stuff at, at audience members. Sometimes it's just some lady wanting attention. You know, I had a lady screaming about how she was a $100, um, and these are in her words, a $100 hoer. A hoer. In an audience, um, I actually played the role of auctioneer. I tried to get her some moves. I said, okay, $100 and no takers. I, uh, I resorted to what I go to then is uh, shut the fuck up. I told her shut the fuck up and went about my business. <laughs> That's my problem. If a crowd gives me a negative reaction... I'm quick to just start throwing out shut the fuck ups. Like, I don't know why. It's my yeah, favorite thing to do on stage. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, just look at someone while I'm on stage and say, shut the fuck up. And I usually, like nine times out of ten, I mean it. Like, I'm, I mean it in my core. I never jokingly say shut the fuck up. Uh, one time, a guy walked up to me after a show because he was acting a fool. Like, everyone up before me, he was talking through their sets. So when I got up there, I called him out, asked him what his name was, told him to stand up. I said, can you give this guy a round of applause? They gave him a round of applause. I said, well, now you got your attention, will you sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up? <laughs> and he did. And, we, you know, went about the rest of the set. And he comes up to me after the show. He's like, hey, hey, I'm not mad at you. What? Well, I'm not mad at you for calling me out. Okay, dude, I don't give a shit if you were. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just I get I get weird audience members. I got asked for an autograph twice, and it's like, you guys been living under a rock. I'm not anybody famous, but I'll take it. <laughs> Me too. I'll sign whatever you want. Yeah, probably a pair of boobs, but I'll sign whatever you want. You know what? I had a lady wanting to get her boobs signed. Um, and, oh, and that's you know, nice I'm not a horn dog. I, like, I don't care either way. If that's what you want, that's fine because it's like a cool experience. But I'm not searching for it. But she, like, was talking about having her boobs signed or whatever. Hold on one second. Johnny's speaking for himself here, okay? <laughs> Johnny doesn't speak for Gino on this, okay? I'll sign any boob you Woo! want, and I will search for it. Okay, back you to You know what? Though. I will say any pussy that you want to throw at me, because I know women are just bat- knocking down my door to throw pussy at me, uh, throw it all to Gino. <laughs> take my portion of the pussy, give it all to Gino. Uh, I'll take it. You know, if there's any left over, share some with Bubby. Yes, yeah. yeah. Throw me a bone, Joe. If you want to be in the middle. Of a podcast sandwich. There <laughs> yeah. you go. But uh, it turned out she didn't want her boob signed. She wanted a boob signed for her boyfriend. So he came over and pulled his shirt up. And I was like, 
Okay, now that's. Oh, yeah, See, see what happens yeah. when you get excited. When you get excited for the end of the story. I'll sign his dick. I ain't signing his boobs. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking weird. Jeez. Yeah. Now, like, I remember enough. when I was at the improv. I don't even know. I think it might have just been an open mic, and I don't remember who it was. But it was it was somebody got up there, and they were going down in a ball of flames. And this dude from the audience yelled out, you suck. <laughs> and this dude on stage grabbed the mic and started walking toward me. He goes, oh, yeah, you you fucking think this is easy? You should try getting get him. You want to fucking come up here? And the guy goes, yeah. And he stood up. And so T-Rob had to get up here because the dude was coming up. He was yeah. going to get to take the mic. And T-Rob goes, oh, I know how this shit works here, buddy. Sit down. Keep quiet. He goes, you, you're done. <laughs> and I looked above and I go, there's two ways to handle experience like that, and he, the way he did it wasn't one of either one of those two. You can either ignore it mm-hmm. and keep going, which or you can walk recommend. right at it. Yeah, I don't recommend people say ignore it. Yeah. I don't ignore it. Now some people I've seen them do it and it works, but usually I find that if you ignore it, they they'll keep they'll going. They won't. Yeah. I. The other hand, being the way I am, I'm confrontational to begin with. I will turn on a motherfucker in a heartbeat, and he'll wish he had never said a goddamn you thing. You guys got comment because that's, that's yeah. Not well, that. here's the thing: I'm quick on my feet, and I have a sense of humor. And yeah. this ain't my first rodeo, right. so if you want to heckle me, beware, because I will have everyone fucking making fun of you by the time this is all over. I will. I will straight up tell someone's grandmother to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'll try and bang Granny, but that's just me. I got a thing for. I was at a kids. show. I seen a. I seen a comic, and I'm not going to name any names, but I seen a comic get the microphone taken from him by an audience member. Uh, I saw T. Rob take one, but I never seen an audience member take. Yeah, a I was. I was at a wow. show. How do um, they? How do you let the audience member yeah, take them? How do you do that? Well, and, and, fight and me keep for in that mind, shit. this fellow was significantly larger than myself. But I'm not going to not going to say anything because I don't want to put names out there. But audience member was giving him a hard time and blah 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 and he did that bullshit you want to try this blah 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 audience member just came took the mic and was blah 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 the host had to get back involved it was crazy uh, oh yeah, that's, shit yeah. it was crazy that's a mess. never a good thing yeah yeah i'll fight you for the mic you, ain't you know one of the funniest things i was at east liverpool motor lodge at a, at a show and this kid come in like literally in the middle of the show everybody was quiet he was doing his thing the comedian was and you could see that the kid was half, he was half black, half white. And it was a black comedian. And he says, typical, typical. He said, only, only come up for half the show? Is that the, was that the black half that didn't come for on time? <laughs> he said, so you only show up for half of the show? <laughs> and he was just heckling. It was the funniest damn thing ever. People were rolling. And uh, that was the funniest one ever I've ever seen. Yeah, that's a, like I said, I've seen that. But I mean, me personally, I never. The only strange thing I ever had was um, I did a show that like four. It was a paying show, and like four people showed up. Oh, and so been there. <laughs> and so the Ooh. the person that was running was like half the the comedians running the bill didn't want to do it, and uh, I said, I don't give a shit. Those four people paid. I don't care. I went up and I just did my set like there was a hundred people there, as you should. And, yeah, and I did make the four people laugh. But I, <laughs> I stood. It was really weird because I stood right. I mean, there was four of them and they were at two tables in the middle. So I just grabbed the mic, went out and stood right in front of the two tables. Like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what you got to do, man. Um, a lot of a lot of comics, I feel like, think uh, they're better than than this. But this is the trenches. You know, you got to do the shitty shows where you can do the great ones. Yeah, yeah. 
well, I can't remember who it was, but it was a guy who came on DVE, and um, he just became like a fairly famous headliner. And he said that the first headline gig he got was maybe a year before that. It was at some club in New York. And he goes, he was sitting backstage. He goes, what he didn't know was his very first night he was headlining was the same night as like a Rangers playoff game. Mm. So there was like six people in the audience. And he, he didn't know because he was in the green room the whole time. He wasn't paying attention right. who was coming in. And he said, and all of a sudden, Dave Chappelle walks into the green room. And I went, holy shit. And he goes, yeah, I've been a fan of yours. He goes, so I wanted to come out and see how you did your first night. And he goes, and if you don't mind, you mind if I go warm the audience up for a few minutes for you? And dude's like, oh, man, absolutely. It'd be an honor. He yeah, goes, yeah. He goes, no, I have no idea. There's only six people out there. Right. He goes, so Chappelle's out there, and I hear him doing his thing. And now I come out to check it out and there's six people in the audience and Chappelle is doing this show for them like there's 6,000 people there and he did his whole he did his thing for like 15 minutes he goes he killed and when he walked off I went Dude, you didn't have to. He goes, oh, six people or 600 people. They came to see a show. You give them a show. Yeah, man. And I went, absolutely. Hell yeah. That, that's how you're supposed Constant to do it, I think. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to that's do it. That's why he's so, the big deal. That was the strangest he's crowd the I ever had to four people. But <laughs> Yeah, that would be. I wish I could say I've only experienced that once or twice. I've done many, many shows <laughs> where there have been less than a half dozen people in the audience. Well, I did one with you. Where was that at? On It was on Southside somewhere. That it was that place was really cool in there. Oh, the Tiki Lounge. Yeah, and it was really oh. awesome in there. And <laughs> it wasn't like an open mic. I forget what you called it, but it, it was, was like a little showcase. Right, yeah. a little showcase thing, right? It didn't make any money for anything. But it, he goes, hey, I got a spot for you. Will you come down? Because somebody had just canceled. Yeah. And I happened to have an open. I go, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. So the only people that were in that place were the other comedians. <laughs> Except there was one hot chick that the one dude kept talking to the so much so that she left before i went oh. <laughs> like he just he was infatuated and we all were she was smoking hot yeah. and she was sitting right like with the mic was here and she was sitting right there and he just i think it was aaron just wouldn't i'll call you out aaron i he, I, I didn't say this loud he just kept and she was starting to get creeped out and finally yeah, she yeah. went yeah i'm out I and i go thanks buddy the one one person was a comedian in the whole place but i, I had a good time and what was cool though is I'm all right with that if the other comedians pay attention. Like, I pay attention when someone else is mm-hmm. up there. So don't sit there and talk and not just because it's not your set. Right. Yeah. That pisses me off. When that's the rudest does. thing in the world. We're in an open mic. And I don't care if you're not paying attention. That's fine. But don't strike up a conversation in the room right. that's going to take attention away from us. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Go outside. Or shut up. Yeah. Well, I had that happen. I did an open mic. A guy asked me to do an open mic, and uh, I did the open mic. And the whole time that I was up there, he was talking to two Uh, people in the back and, like, taking away from my – and I said, I'll never do this again because you didn't even have the courtesy to watch me, like – and he, like you said, even if you're going to watch me, you kept those other two or three people from watching me, too. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. you're supposed to, like, I come down here to support you. It's like have common decency. Right. You know, right. a lot of times as, as comedians, we'll get in this mindset that we're each other's competition when I can only sound like me and you can only sound like Gino. Yeah. yeah. So we're not in competition. Right. No, we're just we're driving not. the same lane. Exactly. I, I totally agree well, with I that. like how you put that. I like driving that, yeah. in the same lane. You know, it, it's just, it's just we, we all want to do something. But it's not like there can only be one. Right. This is stand-up oh, exactly. comedy. This is not the fucking Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> there 
going to live It's not the want. Hunger Games. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what people I wish it was because Jennifer Lawrence is hot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, and all right. So that was question four. So now, <laughs> I don't know if you watch porn. I just assume everybody does. But um, <laughs> I don't really watch it that much anymore. I've tried to. I'm getting better. But um, what is your favorite porn movie title? I knew you were a big uh, porn guy, so to speak. <laughs> so I got a three-part answer to this. Oh, that's all right. Uh, keep in mind, I am not a porn aficionado by any stretch of the word. But uh, I gave you three different answers. The first is uh, my, uh, my favorite title. I'm a classic guy. So I just like the Debbie Does Dallas. Uh -huh. you know, I think it's straight into the point. Yes. Uh, my favorite fictional title. Which is from South Park, Backdoor Sluts 9. Uh, you don't want to watch it unless you've seen the first eight. It's going to be hard to follow. <laughs> and uh, my favorite porn that I've seen, uh, I think it's a very obscure movie. It was on VHS. I was a young man of 13 years old. It was called uh, Buttman's Favorite Black Girls. And it was, such a, it was such a dope porno that I still remember it to this day. So I hope that's a good enough answer. Oh, it is. Fantastic. It is. You remind me on Seinfeld when George decided he was going to be a porn star and his name was going to be Buck Naked. Buck Naked, yeah. Man, that was tremendous. Yeah. So my favorite one, I'll tell you where I got this from, was back when you used to, um, they had video stores, and you used to go to the video store and you had to be a member to rent video Every video store, when you went there to sign up for the first time, they would hand you a list of all the movies that they had. And so my ex-wife and I went there and signed up, and they gave us two lists. We're like The one list was like a white list. It had a bunch of names. And then the other one was a thinner, and it was like orange or something. And we're like, well, what's this? And they go, oh, that's the adult list. So... We didn't rent any of them, but we went home and we had we sat there and just read back and forth to each other some of the titles, and some like one of my favorites was it was called Eight Isn't Enough. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, there was a TV show called Eight's Enough. Well, Eight Isn't Enough was obviously a gangbang movie, and it was pretty good, but. Um, that was number three. Number two for me was Mad Max Beyond Thunderbone. That was oh, that was God. a good one. But by far, the greatest porn movie name, in my opinion, was Forrest Hump. <laughs> <laughs> that one was fucking tremendous. I don't know who thought it. But see, that's what they used to do. They used to come up with these catchy fucking parody names, mm -hmm. and they were clever. And now it's just like Ass Masters 9. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Dick Sucker 12. Like, it's all, it's just, uh, and they don't have plots. And, like, now they just go right to this well, fucking oh, yeah. sex. The first porn I ever watched was a themed porn. Um, it was a Christmas-themed porn, and it was a reverse gangbang movie with the, uh, the elf being the only male actor. Huh. Yeah. So, well, that was my introduction Lucky to the world of, the world of entertainment. <laughs> you got me interested. I want to go look that up. It was, was the name it, of that again, John? It was fascinating. I don't remember the name. Oh, we'll find it. But it was something. Yeah, look at, yeah. It's there. Yeah, just I'm look at sure it. It's probably we'll many more, too. I'm not worried about yeah. my Google history so fucked up. I'm not worried about that now. My God, if I die and they look up my Google history, please oh. don't share that with anyone. <laughs> And girls who like girls, girls who like more girls, girls who like girls who like girls. Like, geez, what's wrong with this dude? <laughs> I just don't like. I said that to somebody. No. I, if if I was going to watch porn, I prefer watching lesbian porn. And the dude goes, "Why well, don't you want to see?" I said, "Dude, I don't want to see dudes hairy ass in a picture. Right, like, I right. want to see two hot chicks." Just makes what's more that, sense. Uh, 
What's what's that um, Ron White joke? You want to see a, a little dick fucking the woman? No, I want to see a big throb and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so then you're not that straight. <laughs> <laughs> Three letters that are going to change your life when you search porn. P-O-V. Oh, I know. I don't remember exactly what that stands for, but I know what it is. Point of view. Yeah. So, like, if the chick's blonde, dude, it's from the guy. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know this. It's pretty, I, I, yeah, this it's pretty cool. Me. To be honest, I'm not a fan of that. No? I, I like, uh, I don't know what it is, third person or first person, but I like seeing full bodies. I don't like acting it out. I think I'm kind of with you on that one, now that you mention it. All right. Now if we can get you to stop eating ham, we can. Not eating ham. Not eating ham. I'll stop eating cauliflower anytime you want because yeah. I we, don't we, eat we it now. Now that you mention that, cauliflower has been a game changer me, for me because oh, I've been on the carnivore awful. diet. And now they have carnivore, uh, uh, not carnivore, but they have cauliflower rice at Chipotle, which is where I just came from, actually. And they have a cauliflower crust at Bocelli's Pizza. Oh, and I had a buffalo chicken pizza yesterday. Phenomenal. On a cauliflower crust. Yes. So you ruin it. You take it. Good... No, it's a game changer. It, it's, I've it, not had it's, a cauliflower. It's amazing. It's surprisingly I, good. I've not had cauliflower. I've heard so much things about it because i got a couple of friends. I, I, tell, I assure you guys, I have not been paid by Big Cauliflower to say this. I was going to ask you how much you're getting on this yeah. cauliflower shit because meat it just smells like feet mm. when you're cooking it. <laughs> I just don't like cauliflower. I don't, oh, I don't really like vegetables all that much. I, I love cauliflower. Mean potatoes. Never had it That's a, fair. But, dude, I can't help you. I, I'm, I'm so against you there. Bacon does shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I said, I named Darwin Horn. He's a follower of mine. And the only post he ever puts on there is about bacon. No. <laughs> and, I mean, if he's watching this, he's he so pissed at you right now. Chocolate covered <laughs> bacon like, yet? Hey, know the fuck he's talking yeah, about. I tell you what. He's fucking angry. I tell you what, if you love bacon that much, guys, um, I'm just here to tell you everything you believe in and know is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Live with that. I just shattered your world. <laughs> you can shatter my world all you want, but I'll be living it with some yeah. fucking bacon. Mm -hmm. I'm still, yes. I love it. I put a post. That was a couple of years ago. It said, uh, studies have shown that vegans will live nine years longer than people who eat meat, but those are nine horrible baconless years. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, that's, the fuck so, that's where I stand. Have you it. had chocolate-covered bacon? No, that sounds really weird. Dude, so did I. I thought at first it would be real gross, but it's so goddamn <laughs> oh, good. Bacon makes everything better. The Baconator, by the way, is fantastic. Yes. I don't care what you say, John. Yes. Bacon's fucking great. <laughs> mm. And I do love a pineapple, ham and pineapple pizza, the Hawaiian pizza. Oh. Now, why not add bacon to that? Why not? Uh, I could. I would. Ham, I feel like people and, that say oh. they love bacon limit themselves because you're adults. You can literally put bacon on everything, but people are like, I love bacon, but then don't put it on everything. So maybe we should look in the mirror, guys. Be honest with yourself. Oh, I think I might start doing that. <laughs> is it, is it good at with bacon? That would be some badass shit. I've had pizza with <laughs> bacon and ham, but not oh, I've just I've bacon. Had, I've had pizza. Bacon and sausage. Oh, God, see it? I, yeah. Just the last pizza I ordered from, I think it was pizza, they had uh, three toppings. It was I got ham, bacon, and mushroom, and it was tremendous. Oh, man. I'm in. Yeah, if, I'm in. if you don't want to share pizza, just tell me. You don't got it with your mouth. I mean, <laughs> right. I, no, I, I do put it on everything. I, ra I wrap it 
my wife in it before sex and foreplay. <laughs> you know, I do caramel vanilla sundaes and I put bacon on top. Yes. Yeah. This, this That's also my, foreplay. Yes. <laughs> this guy's my goddamn hero. Yes. Here. <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm with him God. on this. Sorry, Johnny, but I'm with Todd on this shit. <laughs> this is, oh, You're outnumbered shit. here. <laughs> Have you tried the uh, maple maple? Maple bacon Sunday. Yeah. Have you had that? No. Where's that at Denny's? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I got to. They still have them? Yeah. I got to try that. Oh. I mean, the downside yeah. to it, though, is you have to go to a Denny's. Denny's. Yes. But that sounds goddamn amazing. Yeah, I haven't been to Denny's in a long time. Me neither. It's been a long, long time. Good, good choice, because you guys are clearly uh, on the right path. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from Denny's. I know there's something wrong with us. So does everybody who watches this. Yeah. There's something wrong with us. It's part of our appeal, I think. If I knew how to tweet and, and, and use Twitter properly, I would go uh, have Twitter beef with Denny's just on principle. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd be like, hey, fuck you guys. <laughs> All right, now let me ask you this, and this can be a tough one. This is a bonus question. Who do you dislike more, Kmart or Denny's? Oh, Kmart by far. <laughs> Kmart hands down. At least Denny's has a value menu. Kmart's like, hey, these are on sale, but they're really not because they're super fucking expensive to start with. It's <laughs> <laughs> so goddamn true, too. Yeah, exactly. They're like, it's all on sale. No, it's just now it's regular price. <laughs> <laughs> I like Denny's more just because they have food. I mean, Kmart had, had a little bit of food, yeah, but not it's much. Yeah, little snack. Caesars. Oh, Little Caesars. Little Caesars is all right. I like You know what? They really stepped up their pizzas after they left Kmart. You know, because they had a stuffed crust for a while. Yeah. They had a deep dish. It was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. They yeah. had a bacon-wrapped pizza. Do you remember oh, that? Yes, I had. No, but yes, I wish I had. had that. The pretzel one there at Little Caesars. Okay. I like yeah, I never too. had that. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a real good one. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm stopping getting ham and cheese on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> I am, and I'm going to fucking take pictures of it and send it straight to Johnny. Johnny's phone's going to be blown up for about a week. I'm eating a hog's ass right now, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> about a week, I'm going to blow up a thing. Because by the time we want him to come back on the show, he won't remember that we yeah. fucked with him about this. Uh, shit. shit. To be fair, I've tried ham and ham sandwiches and all that shit, and... Uh, it's fucking garbage, bro. Dude, you know like it. I just realized why I he doesn't it. like ham. Wow. This motherfucker can't chew it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to go there, but since Bobby did, and that's why he's the world's greatest motherfucking co-host. <laughs> Sorry, Tony, I had to, bud. Uh, <laughs> he got it. He got it. <laughs> so you, you know, don't like ham or corn. It, yeah. and it, just, it just pulls it out. like corn it on just... a cob or ham. <laughs> well, that's, this is how I eat chicken wings, actually. I just put it in. There, now that's pull out genius. of bone. I love there that. There we go. Uh, you got me. Yeah. There's one up there. Because <laughs> I fight with him. God I'd marry a chick that does that. <laughs> 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 right? In a fucking heartbeat. So, all right, we went right down to fucking gutter like we uh, always do. Right. <laughs> so, the next thing we have to do is, this is my favorite segment because I thought of it. Yeah. All right, Bubby, tell Johnny what time Johnny. it is. It's bitch slap or bang. All right, we give you a choice of two. They're not really people, but it could be anything. And um, you tell us which one you'd bitch slap, which one you'd bang, and more importantly, why. And um, your choices are Minnie Mouse or Jessica Rabbit. 
Is this even a question? <laughs> like, so is it one or the other? Or, yeah. You or... got to bitch slap one and bang, and the, other. bang the other. Oh, well, I think everybody's, uh, yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay. Well, Every, everybody obviously is going to want to bang Minnie Mouse and bitch slap Jessica Rabbit. So I would think what? most people would be the other way around. No, no, explain. no. Okay. You explain. I'll explain. Mickey Mouse has to have some fire pussy if she's kept the conglomerate Mickey tied down for so long, and she's loyal. Two big things to me. This thing about Jessica Rabbit, all we know is she's a whore. <laughs> See, I'm with you, but I think most people would bang Jessica Rabbit because she's really <laughs> way hard. I don't know, man. That's a hell of a point. He does. I'm he with does, him on yeah. that. Like, I, I she's single. She's single, right? Jessica Rabbit's single? Yeah. yeah. Why, can't keep him. Why? Because it's trash. <laughs> she, now Minnie Mouse, on the other hand, she's one of her. She's down for the cause, yeah. and she's been there since I day one. Agree. I really You're thought, right. I really thought that you were going to say the obvious, Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, I bet. Jessica Rabbit, and I would have said no. The man. only reason she was fucking with Roger Rabbit is to get him to do something. She's just a gold digger. Exactly. She's not giving up the treats. Plus, I'm thinking Minnie's probably a little freaky. Yeah, oh, yeah, I she's got to be. Yeah, she's but like she said, she's been around for a long time, so yeah, yeah. she's been doing... Yeah, know, she's doing something right. Mickey could have trumped her, got a new... Uh, he could have got anybody yeah, he wanted, no, but uh, he's kept her because he's she's Mickey legit. Moss. I mean, he's like the king of Disney World. He could get whatever he yeah. wants. That's right, so that shit's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on shit. this. Yeah. Jess Rabbit is way hotter, though. Yeah. But ain't no good if she just lays her. Uh, I, w- I want it to be known, too. I had no idea this question was coming. <laughs> he did not. Uh, he did I not. did not tell the No, guy, that's the beauty of it. the bitch slapper bank choices right are. Now. I do not. In fact, I don't tell Bubby. No. Nope. No. The only one in those is myself and Todd. And the only reason Todd knows ahead of time is so that he can get pictures of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. That's the only reason. I That's like great. the surprise of that. I like that. that yeah, I'm with you. And I, I'll bet you that if you tried to bitch slap Minnie, you might get your ass kicked. <laughs> like, Jessica probably can't fight, but I'm thinking Minnie would beat the hell out of you. Well, Jessica is built like a victim, you know. And I don't mean a, like, blanket statement, but look at her. She's tall. She's frail. Nothing much going Big on her. boobs. Minnie, scrappy, small. She'll yeah. get in tight. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Yes. I, don't, I don't want it. She's a total I package. I agree. I couldn't agree more with you on this. Go, Minnie. It sounded like an obvious one, but I, that's why yeah, I, I love I like to do that, that kind of I thing. I love that. Yeah, so I'm with Johnny on this. Minnie Moss <laughs> all the way. All right, so that's our last segment. So, Johnny, you got anything you want to talk about? Tell them about your podcast, Johnny. Yeah, actually, um, as you guys know, I have host Inquisitive Minds podcast. Um, it's spelled with a Q. Excuse me, spelled with a Z, Inquisitive Minds. Uh, I interview all manner of different people, from actors to witches to UFO expert, experts, Bigfoot hunters, all types of people. Um, but I want to talk about a new podcast I recently started with my very good friend Dan Brady. It's called Murderous States of Mind. And we talk about serial killers, and we go in order by statehood. So we started with Delaware. Uh, we recently released the Pennsylvania episode, and we're going state by state covering all the serial killers that uh, we have known about, at least in the United States. Huh. Oh, cool. Sounds interesting. Nice. Got any comedy shows coming up? Um, yeah. You know what? Piggybacking on uh, your earlier comment, I am doing a charity uh, show on the 3rd for the Erie Animal Network up in Erie. Um, I think there are still tickets available. Uh, the link is on my page. You guys can check that out. I'm hosting that. Uh, it's for a great cause. Proceeds are going to the Erie Animal Network. Nice. Nice. Good deal. 
Really cool. So I a couple things I want to tell people about. So I'm doing a show. It's April 1st, which is a week from tomorrow. Uh, Iceberg Studios in Arnold, PA. Don Arner's the host of that one. I've seen the lineup. It's really good. So I believe there's still a few tickets left. If you want to get a hold of that, you could go down to their um, office or uh, you could just look up Iceberg Studios and give them a call. Or uh, you can even DM me if you want, and uh, I can figure out how to get them to you. Uh, April 10th, I'm doing a show with um, Sean Parker and Don Arner. That's at the Belgium Club in McDonald, but that one is sold out. But they're talking about possibly adding a second show, so if that happens, yep. I will let you know. Now, normally, our next um podcast would be two weeks for today but we're doing a special podcast next week it's a little bit different than something we're doing next week we're going to do a podcast on the 31st of march same time i will do it live and um we're going to have some people in here and we are going to talk it's a, a charity uh event that i am involved with um red nose day and you can go to rednoseday.org if you're wondering what that is. And basically what that is, it's also comic relief, also involved. It helps um, children in poverty. So that's something I really give a shit about. <laughs> so um, we're going to do a little fundraiser next week with that. We're going to have some people in here talking about um, what Red Nose Day is all about. The actual Red Nose Day is May 27th, but um, next Wednesday at 7 o'clock, same time as we always do this on the 31st, we're going to do a special podcast for that. And then our normal podcast will be two weeks from today, and that will be episode 11. And trust me, you do not want to miss this one, and you need to buckle the fuck up for this one because this young lady will blow you off your chair. If you are worried about political correctness or being offended, I advise you stay the fuck away from this <laughs> because our guest in two weeks is Kaylee Horton. Uh, and Kaylee, you will not believe what comes out of <laughs> Kaylee's mouth. And when you look at her, you would never expect it, but oh my God. And I couldn't wait to get her on here. So she'll be on here, I believe that's April 7th. It's two weeks from today. Yep. And uh, I think that's about the only thing we got to pump up. If okay. you want to, if you have any questions about any of that stuff, go to my my Facebook page is Gino G E N O at Gino Comedy. We do it live every other week, Facebook Live, the podcast. And two days later, Todd puts it up on our YouTube channel. It's just Gino Comedy, so you can catch it on there. You can also hear it anywhere you listen to podcasts, um, iHeart, Spotify, any of those places that you listen to. So I think that's everything we need to talk about. And oh yeah, these shirts yeah. make me look sexy as hell. So if you want a shirt, and <laughs> Bubby too, but Bubby was already sexy. Yeah. If you want one of those shirts, you go to Idiot Radio and tap Store. Hey, I figured out how to do it. Dot net. Yeah, whatever. I knew it fucked up something. So if you want a shirt, you can go there. Um, thanks again. Join us next week for our uh, our charity event. And thank you, Johnny, for coming on. Yeah, we really appreciate fun, your time. Thanks for having me, guys. That was great. I had a lot of fun doing that. It was great, fun. man. That's the idea. We don't do serious shit here. This is just nah, goofing off. Fun. That's great. That's right. So, Todd, once again, thank you. And Todd. thanks to the world's greatest motherfucking right, co-host, well, Bobby. You. I'm Gino. Thanks for tuning in. See you guys.